underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 181. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside one of Raccoon City's finest, Ryan Clements. That one's my favorite That's so a good far. one? Yeah, yeah, okay, good. He only does everything Colin Moriarty. My ambition cannot be stopped. <laughs> and wow. the Game Scoop Gallivanter, Damon Hatfield. <laughs> Hello. What's up, everybody, huh? It's another Thursday. I was feeling quite hungover before this uh, show Ooh. started, but then I drew a Nathan Drake on the wall, and we all laughed about it for 20 minutes. So <laughs> Are I'm you feeling better now? Good. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm going to go to Burger Joint with Colin afterwards. One of the best burgers I ever had was at this burger joint when I was hungover, and Colin went there with me. And it's burger joint makes a good burger. Beautiful. Oh I There's usually so inhale them in about 25 seconds. And, whoa, that's yeah. fast, Damien. Yeah. Do you chew them? Not, you know, they go, they go, they just slide on down. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you eat like a duck. I eat them like, like, <laughs> like a snake. <laughs> Put your neck back. There's that moment where you can't breathe, you panic, but then it passes. You're like, okay. I once, I once almost choked on a nickel. Did <laughs> I ever tell you this story? No. I get? was laying in my house with my, my grandma was watching me, uh, but she was like looking at the turtles or something else. She was looking at my turtles in the tanks. So I was laying on the ground, so bored that I was laying on the ground, ladies and gentlemen, and I was taking pocket change and playing jukebox, where I would drop the change into my mouth and then hum music. <laughs> 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 and so I did this at one point, and a nickel went too far into the jukebox, and there was like. <laughs> like a five-second window where like it blocked my airway and I couldn't breathe and I started to panic and then I, then it passed. Oh my goodness! L- listeners can try playing jukebox at home. Yeah, no, don't do that. Kids. That's a terrible idea. Oh my god! I'm gonna play jukebox. <laughs> Which end did it come out on? I, I, it's Whoa. still inside me. I think uh, I, I set off metal detectors all the time. Oh, cool. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I played jukebox once. <laughs> These like we understand, sir. No need for additional screening. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's start the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for Biggest story of the day is uh, that Sony Online Entertainment today has announced massive layoffs and the closure of three studios. The layoffs will affect 205 employees, and the studios to be closed are located in Denver, Seattle, and Tucson. As a result of the layoff and closures, the upcoming game The Agency has been canceled. Two new MMOs based on the PlanetSide and EverQuest series will be the games SOE focuses on moving forward. The layoffs and closures shouldn't affect any games already released. The Agency agency was... uh David Craddock's Game of E3 Are you fucking kidding me? Really? <laughs> 2007. Yeah. Good the times. agency. Yeah, well, first off, you know, best of luck to everybody who got laid off today. Yeah, Layoffs suck. Uh, but it's part of being this work-a-day world, having all these companies, right, where you got to... Having all these companies. You gotta, you gotta, they got to trim the fat, Damon. They want to make sure they're... You really have a mind for business. Well, I've, I've, I've been playing the IGN Stock Exchange, yeah. so I think I have an idea. You really understand the way business public works. Public training. <laughs> you know, you got all these businesses, right? <laughs> you got your Kirby's. All right, anyway, so yeah, bad for them. Uh, agency always looked like garbage. Like, you know what I mean? I was never excited for the agency. Uh, uh, have you seen it? Did you ever see it? Back in the day, in yeah. 2007, when it was David Craddock's Game of E3. Yeah. I went like uh, ye- I don't even remember. I think the when they unveiled Uncharted 2 multiplayer is when they did this thing where they did a, a tour. Sony likes to send people on tours, and uh, we went up to Seattle to see Mag and uh, the Agency, and that's when we actually interviewed Hal Milton. We did the whole Metal Gear thing because he looked like Hal from Metal Gear, and uh, you know we saw that game there, and I was like, oh man, this is so rough. This when is this ever going to come out? You know what I mean? And then they laid off that entire. Or they didn't lay those people off. They got rid of the, that team. They brought in new people. They changed the focus. At E3 this year, it looked entirely different, and they were going for something. Really different, and now it's just all garbage. Just all shuttered. That sucks. What a, what a sinkhole of money that game was. Yeah. 
I just I just genuinely always feel bad when I read about layoffs, even if it's for a game that I have oh, I, no, I have no, no, no yeah, interest. Yeah. I'm not in saying they had it coming. Oh no, I know, <laughs> and I didn't think that. But yeah, it's just it sucks, and yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I know it happens, but it's still really depressing whenever it happens. Yeah, yeah it is. But it's because of all these businesses. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we, should, we should clarify though. So like SOE is having these layoffs, but the the studios that, that made uh, DC Universe Online, yeah, not Austin a, Studios, not affected. unaffected so far. Not yeah. affected. Yeah, in uh, I guess San Diego is that part of it? No, that they're they still are trucking along down there. I guess. What are they, which ones? What are they making in San Diego? I, don't know. I have no idea. Okay. I started saying that, and then probably I, I more businesses. Yeah, there's, there's a business. <laughs> there's a, business there's a company down there, down there. I don't know. I think there's a CFO somewhere. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they don't have too many businesses in San Diego, or else they will experience layoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they got too big for their britches. You know what I mean? Like, you got to worry about the Dow. <laughs> God, you, you never know where that thing is going to go. The Dow is pretty important. Bull, bear, up, down, left, right. <laughs> Commodities, anything. Commodities and, and, and the hedge funds. That was a little left of center today. You're just, you're just naming things. I've watched the movie Wall Street. <laughs> uh, number two, and again, obviously, this is generated by Colin Moriarty. His uh, opinions are, may not be those of uh, us. Number two, not surprisingly, Resistance 3 will support 3D and PlayStation Move. Who's excited other than Kyle the Chimera, who prof- profit- prophetically? Is that yeah, how you say that? Prophetically. Word? Prophetically? Okay. That's a very Colin Moriarty word yeah. right there. Predicted move support long ago. I like that it's word. It's true. Who doesn't like to move? Remember? And he lifted yeah. the controller. <laughs> and he had the Who move controller duct taped to his Ah, uh, Colin. <laughs> Some people are asking about this. Enzo de Gregorio says, Colin. Oh, Enzo. Resistance 3 has been confirmed with move and 3D support. Thoughts? Will you play the game with move and or 3D? No. And no. But I, well, I will, I guess, if I'm going to review it, I guess I'm going to have to, I'm going to test them. But my own, when you get for home, fun, no, I'm not yeah, going to do you that. You kick off your sandals. I, I kick off my sandals. I, I look at the, the stock exchange for the business. Okay, all right. I don't know how business works, everyone. <laughs> Joke over. No, but I, I mean, when I play it for fun, which I intend on playing Resistance 3 for fun, if it's as good as the multiplayer we played. Uh, hey, you played the little s- snippet of the single player as well. Yeah, which was also awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I'm not going to, I don't have a 3D TV, and I don't think I played a move game at home since Sports Champions. So. No. So Moves a Failure, your favorite well, game looks, of all time. Looks like Moves going franchise. along well, huh? Hey, I'm excited about Sorcery. Damien, what was the last Move game you played? Uh, I, I think <laughs> at E3 last year I played Sports Champions with Joe Garcia, that Playboy model oh, right, who sometimes right, 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 does right. stuff with us. But I yeah. don't think I've played a Move game since then. And uh, I hope to keep up that track record of success. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Clements? What, what, uh, you, what, what it, Move game It might very well have been that Kung Fu chair oh, sliding Oh, my God. Game. Yeah. What is it? What was that one uh, called? Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu. Kung Fu Rider. Kung Fu Rider. It used to be called Slider. The best uh, Move launch title, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite were the screen caps it would take of you just sitting there with the controller oh, yeah, in your hand, yeah, like leaning in a chair. Yeah, so that's PlayStation. No, you don't. For good reason. I don't. I, and maybe, but I mean, like on a game scoop, I never. We don't talk about Connect all that much, other than like it's selling well or something like that. Like if those, if a well, number I mean, comes there out, there aren't really a lot of Connect games coming out. There's yeah. not really a lot it's to so talk weird. about. You know? There's yeah, there's nothing. It's Sony's trying. With pretty move, soon this month, you get to do uh, Michael Jackson. The experience. Yeah. On Connect. Sick. You already reviewed so it on be, PSP, right? Yeah, and I had to PSP write, and here. I've written three separate reviews for the one game already because the Wii version, the PSP version, and the DS version were all different. So this will be my fourth Michael Jackson review. And they've <laughs> totally all been, different articles. They've all been awesome, though, right? Uh, no. Oh. The best one so far has been the DS version, but just because it was Elite Beat Agents ex- or slash Oendon, or however you want to call it, mm. uh, except with Michael Jackson music yeah. and less songs, and it looked ugly. Well, <laughs> so take that's this game good. and beat it. 
That was Wasn't that your was that your strap line or did we we I mean, decided you to probably unite? you probably could have I mean that would have worked. I don't know if that was my strap. It's not as good as my Dynasty Warrior Seven strap line. Yeah. Was. What was your Dynasty Warrior Seven? I never I didn't get to use it, but well, share with the listeners what you wanted to use. Uh, and it was what was it? An adventure in repetition, an adventure in repetition. Yes, which I thought was, was pretty, which I thought was pretty funny. Which is but then, good. But then Damon and, and Clements came back with the uh, repetitive adventure is repetitive, which I think is is more well, concise, and doesn't look like I perhaps made an error in Nib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you bring up Dynasty Warrior Seven because mm. Ali Reza wants to take you to task. Oh, okay. Here Dynasty Warrior Seven. First off. I'd like to say generally good review, Colin. Well-written and informative. However, my only complaint is that you keep on railing the game due to its repetitive nature. I personally think that it... I'm sorry. I personally think that that isn't a great reason to put down a game. Other sequels such as Halo Reach, Gears of War, they have repetition. It's never been a problem. Anyway, my point is that repetition shouldn't always be the bane of a game. Um, True, but... Yeah, true and false, I think. I mean... Like it, it's easy to say a shooter has repetition. Yeah, you 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 aim down the sights and you shoot enemies. But like literally, all you're doing in Dynasty Warriors is running through enemies. The AI is awful. No one attacks you except for officers. You hit the square button. You know, I didn't, there's a few things I didn't do that the game lets you do. You can block. I didn't block once because you don't have to. And you, and, and there's strong attacks, and I didn't use strong attacks because you don't have to. So literally, you're hitting the square button and you're running through enemies, and eventually you you run into an officer who puts up more of a fight and has a bigger health meter. You kill him. You kill all the officers. The stage ends. You watch a cutscene. You go to another stage that looks like the last stage. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Still talking about Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> it's exactly like people got really you know people were you know predictably upset about the the review or whatever, but it's you know. You can't say, like, oh, the Madden games are the same every year, or, you know, Mega Man plays the same. Like, Mega Man takes skill, you know? You use a shooter, you shoot, and you slide, and you jump, and you have to put those things together to do different, to go through different obstacles and different enemies. Everything feels different. Madden, there's different teams, different schemes, different playbooks, yeah, yeah. all that. I mean, like, the, Dynasty Warrior 7 is just lazy. It's just yeah. a lazy game. It's not fun. <clears throat> there's an important differentiation between, because you could say, oh, in Super Street Fighter 4, all you're doing is fighting. Totally. It's so repetitive. Any game, it's, yeah. It's not, Uncharted, all I'm doing is climbing up walls. And yeah, I mean, it's things. all, but like, so if you claim Super Street Fighter 4 is repetitive, yes, you are indeed fighting in every single match. But it's what, it's what your interaction level with the game is. That's what defines it. So you're actually thinking, you're actually, you know, changing things as you go. That's what's important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, yeah. I, and I, you know, I, Ryan's, a, a, you know, somewhat of a more of an expert on Dynasty Wars. He reviewed a Loose, lot of the games loosely previously. <laughs> so I, I definitely bounced a lot of my ideas off. He proved my review. Yeah. He watched me play the game. I mean, it, you know, and he has a, a different, uh, more hardcore insight into Dynasty Warriors, and he agreed with what I wrote. So, I mean, it's, you know, you can't please everyone. That's not really not my goal anyway. My goal is to tell you if the game is good or not. And All I'm you not had to put in the review was that you watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time, mm. and everybody would be like, all right, he knows Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, I mean, it's they fought obviously. Guys. Remember Turtles in Time, everybody? I don't know if I actually saw that one. No, nah, I think I watched a lot of trailers for it. <laughs> <I don't laughs> ever That's it. the one where they went to Samurai, they were yeah. Samurais? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't I didn't, is I really that the didn't. one with the female turtle, or was that the fourth one? I don't, I don't know Whoa, anything about a female a turtle. female turtle, sounds Google like a, time. <laughs> sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. The PlayStation Rewards program has been in beta for some time. There was promise that the loyalty program announced last October would allow hardcore PS3 and PSP users to earn a variety of perks. The beta suddenly ended this past week, and Sony noted the following in their emails to those who participated. Quote, Based on what we learned, we have decided the program is not ready to roll out to the public in April as originally planned. But rest assured, we will continue to thank loyal, devoted customers with innovative offerings. What are those? What and then? I'm sorry. End quote. Colin adds, "What those innovative offerings are has yet to be announced." Mm. Uh, sad day to see the PlayStation. Yeah, I was go. bummed about that. I mean, it just I like just well, seeing the things under everyone's names about like legendary. Right. I got legendary status. Still have it. Um, now, 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 it's a collector's item. <laughs> I'm gonna try to sell that in home. <laughs> 
Well, that's the thing. They were supposed to Someone give away help. home items, right? Yeah, I think that was one of the things they were working up to. At the oh no, it does. It did. Yeah, yeah. Because what happens is, I you know, when I would hit these uh, you know levels of awesomeness, they would send me an email with a download code, and I would download it, and it would give me the new not new avatars, the same avatars that you know always have the name stuff behind underneath them, and then it yeah, it gave me some home stuff that I never actually opened up to see what it was, but you got junk like that. Mm -hmm. And a theme. I think I had a theme. So we're really going to miss this program. Yeah. It, it had potential. I like the idea End of rewarding. of an era. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Xbox one? Is that working yet? Is Xbox rewards There's going? not a rewards they, going now. Okay. Well, they've they, talked about they've it. They've talked about yeah, it, yeah. yeah. But now, I think that was only in response to the PlayStation rewards, so now maybe... Now just quietly quiet fades away. <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> like, something like that is a really good idea. Totally, right? Reward like, your, your, your people from playing games on a system and like have them earn points and win some little stuff. Like the problem great. was that it was totally broken. It wasn't, it, it wasn't an experience exactly. you experienced on the PS3 ever. You know what mm. I mean? Like that whole program, if I wanted to know what I needed to reach legendary status, I had to go online and look at it there. And there on, online is a progress bar and all this jazz and the, the, the little quests. All that jazz. All, the, all that jazz. All the quests they give you to do. But like when I'm on my PS3 where I should be able to click on a button and know what I need to do or have my progress bar there, it wasn't there at all. I was like, well, this is dumb. I don't, I'm never going to go check online. I don't, I don't care. You want me to walk around the Central Plaza at home? I'm not going to do it. Hey, Number remember four. when you chased around that poor uh, home user? Uh, I, it was the day I declared, I want to make a home in your ass. And she, <laughs> she couldn't figure out how to get out of home. So she just ran around screaming in, in type chat, help me! <laughs> it was one stumbling God. with your hideous your character. character. <laughs> your torrentially hideous character. Your, your, your character is amazing. Uh, the good old days of home. Yep. Number four, <laughs> Mega Man Universe has been canceled. Announced by Capcom last year, Mega Man Universe was a appeared to be a oh, sorry. <laughs> of Mega Man 2 combined with a little big planet like level creator using tools, stages, enemies and weapons from Mega Man 2. This this was one of Kenji Inafune, I know his last name, Inafune, Inafune uh, pet projects. And since he left Capcom on bad terms not too long ago, the cancellation of the game is not very surprising. No, but no, it still no. hurts you as a Mega bad, Man though. fan. Yeah, sound, I, I, like a, a, a level editor on, in Mega Man sounded really cool. Yeah, I mean the game too bad. It played terribly. Oh, you played it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you played it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I, I, only, I only remember the trailer. I didn't like, like it. Right, you. I remember like there was like the art style I was not crazy about. But mm, yeah. Yeah, the aesthetics were. were I, w I was more interested to see how the game played, and I, I like the, the mechanics of using uh, like the Mega Man two stages and enemies and stuff to make your own stages, which is cool. Plus, I feel like that's the only way we're gonna get a remake of Mega Man two because Mega Man. Powered up to is obviously never going to happen now that Inafune's out there. Well, obviously. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that was like. Out that of was, respect. He, well, he, he really was. Uh, you Let know. me tell you how companies work. Okay. They want the money. Yeah, they want they the do. bottom lines. They, do. they want the, the fat calf, as they say. <laughs> yeah, the calf. <laughs> Fatty <laughs> calf is what they're always Did saying. you learn that when you were getting your MBA at, at Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> that was on the final. <laughs> Last question. Define fat calf. <laughs> uh, but uh, I got a lot of tweets this morning about, like, what the future of... Oh, I'm sorry. Is it your right? Please, please do. Keep I, going. I was just going to say, I got please a lot of tweets about what the future of Mega Man was, and, and the only two Mega Man products we really knew about were, were spearheaded by Inafune. One was that. The other is Mega Man Legends 3, which hasn't really been officially announced, but we kind of know they were working on it for 3DS, as far as I understand. And So I think that what's going to happen is they're going to at least cancel this game, obviously, and then give Mega Man to Indie Creates, who is the Japanese studio that has been done all of the Mega Man games in the last five years, basically. So... <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe a Mega Man X, uh, Mega Man X9, I guess it would be would be pretty cool on the 16-bit engine. Mega Man 11, I hope. 
and uh, maybe Mega Man Legends 3, I don't know. But it's a bummer, and it's not surprising because Inafune clearly didn't leave Capcom on good terms. Donnie wrote into beyond at IGN.com to offer his condolences mm-hmm. for you, but yeah. he also had a question. Mm-hmm. With the recent cancellation of Mega Man Universe, I started to wonder, if a game gets canceled, you've played it, and it was under embargo, is it okay to talk about it, or do the developers not want you to say anything about it still? Well, uh, Donnie, that's rare. I don't think... Uh, I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't... I mean, it might have been you saw something... Like, remember the Flash game got canceled? Like, the superhero, the Flash yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, uh, Superman, they were working on a Superman Man of Steel, and that got canceled. If you had seen that beforehand, and then, you know, but you're under a long lead time of embargo, I think you could say, uh, you know, at the end of it, you could be like, yeah, blah, blah, Usually, blah. Once, when a game is canceled... Like all bets all are bets off. Are off. Are That's how care? back in the day Matt Casamassino was able to show us that demo of Halo running on DS. Which no um, one believed. Yeah. Because Matt Casamassino could also program a DS game and then, and then I know, take exactly. it to the entire Very talented world. program. <laughs> He's one of the smartest men. <laughs> that annoyed me. That, that particular episode, like, episode annoyed me so much when people thought that that, that was fake. Yeah. I thought it was cool that he showed anyone to begin with. Mm-hmm. He was I a t- good man, that cast scene. I totally don't even Stolen I totally remember that. I, that. I forgot about that completely. That was before I started, right? No, no, it was after. Right. The the game might have been announced before, but they Boson and and Casmasina took a video in like 2008, maybe something like that, playing the game like like multiplayer or whatever. Whoa. And uh, whoa, no, whoa. No one, no one. I know Halo. Some people yes. thought it was cool, but a lot of people were like, "Oh, you guys, this is a reskin version of whatever game." And I'm like, "Yeah, it probably is," but it doesn't mean that they. <laughs> they made it themselves. What do you think Bozai goes home and, and programs DS games in his spare time? Was, I'd like to think he does. Yeah, well, maybe he does. Here's here's a tease, Donnie. I, I am under an NDA on something that I think is always questionable how long this other thing will happen. So one day, maybe, if that happens, we can have that. I will bring back up your email, and I will, I will tell, us tell all. Tell us what oh, it is. Oh, of course. It's uh, this me... game from Neutron Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Give it away. <laughs> Number five, it's been a long time since we heard anything about Max Payne 3. Mm. No new information has surfaced since 2010. Wait, that's wrong. June 2010, when Rockstar and t- no, there's been no new information in three months. <laughs> when Rockstar and Take Two announced the game was delayed indefinitely, so it was quite surprising when two new screenshots of the game were released on Rockstar's Twitter account, confirming the game is still in development. See, that's nice. I appreciate that is nice. stuff like that. Whereas we haven't heard anything on what was it, Aliens, Colonial Marines? Oh yeah, that's been a in long a time. long time, and just haven't heard anything. I hope we hear something. <laughs> I'll put some screenshots was, on my Twitter. That's, I mean, that's my story. I thought you were going somewhere. Like, <laughs> Well, that's where I'm going. I'm saying, like, whereas Rockstar or whoever the hell was managing that stuff, uh, they were like, hey, this game is still exists. Yeah, everybody relax. Sit down. Put your pants on. Whereas, yeah, I mean, I wish Sega would release some new screens or something for Aliens. I want to know if that game's still being made. I'm looking forward to Max Payne 3. I really liked the first Max Payne wasn't crazy about the second one, though. Really? But it's been a long time. I, I, Those games don't hold up, obviously. Well, I haven't played them in a long time. I, they were trying to do it for some like uh, feature, and I went and watched. Oh, mm. God, but I loved Max Payne 1. And 2 was a different game. I, like, I didn't like yeah, the whole love interest too, thing. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, but it was like... I just wanted to jump around a bullet time. And, you know. I just loved how you just ch- chow down on painkillers. That's how you yeah. keep going. And like, whatever. Ah, oh, video games called. No, they're, they're fun. <laughs> Number six, the sales of THQ's first-person shooter Homefront continue to impress. Do they? After uh, this, we'll, we'll find out. After selling 375,000 copies in North America, on its very first day, THQ has announced Homefront has passed the million mark oh, sold. Okay. This is from last year. Furthermore, THQ confirms that they've shipped 2.4 million total units to retailers. This news was announced on March 24th, right after we put up the last Beyond, so there's no doubt that they are well beyond... 
Exclamation point. Yeah. The millions sold by now. Yeah. No, I mean, we don't know that for sure, but I imagine so. And but, yeah, that news came out after we put up Last Beyond, so it's, it's old, but it's interesting. We talked about it, I think, on GameScoop yep. uh, last week. Someone – this is a little bit of an aside, uh, but someone brought this up when I, I put up that popularity contest article last week. Killzone 3 is the most popular PS3 game on IGN, but how much did that game sell? Uh, we Did that game sell a million copies? No. You're the NPD. Yeah, I mean, are we allowed to talk about specific numbers, though? I, I like, do you know. I, I yeah, never, I well, I know what it sold up. in its first, like, two weeks before the NPD ended last month. Speak about it in riddles. Uh, I can I can write it on this piece of paper if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> you oh, can it, it's, it's like, it was like... I splashed water all over this. This is the riddle music? Mm. That's, that's, that's now, now, of course, that's a, <laughs> that being a PlayStation exclusive, its, it's audience is going to be limited. Obviously. Yeah. Anyway, but still, that's, you know, considerably uh, less than Homefront. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. How, like, it seems like Killzone 3 in specifically was, like, very very divisive with people. I mean, it was with us. I, I, I liked Killzone 2 much better than I liked Killzone 3. I agree. I totally um, agree But I know some people really like it. And obviously, this, these are a lot of early adopters, probably. I'm interested to see how Killzone burns long term or whatever, you know. And I think you, what's how many, like, yeah. About Killzone is there was no real ad push for it. Yeah, there it was got a huge it got ad one, push for Homefront. Exactly. At least in San Francisco. Oh my god! I don't know. Was yeah. it? I don't know if that was nationwide. You could like, turn around without seeing a Homefront ad in San yeah. Francisco. No. I, there, I saw a dog walking around with a Homefront front poster hanging. Did it have it. like its eyes were like blindfolded and it was yeah, walking into it was, stuff? It was really sad. Who <laughs> should have helped it? I did. Oh I was, good. I always get really sad when I see like helper dogs. Like I know they're performing a valuable service, but it makes me sad. You can't touch them. They say don't the dog, touch them. I want no. the dog just to run free in a park and, <laughs> and frolic. Well, I think they probably let them, you know, go play at some point. Born free. Anyway. Remember that movie where the cat, the dog, and the cat, the two dogs and the cat, and they went across country and they talked. But yeah, they yeah. Talked oh, oh yeah, what was that? Milo and Homeward Otis? Bound. Homeward Bound. That's Homeward what Bound. I'm thinking of. Yeah. How did I know what that? What is Milo and Otis then? Which one is that? Mm, that's a cartoon, that isn't it? Or is that no? Is no, that no, I don't one? think it's a cartoon. Michael I think Fox it's a cat and a, dog. and a dog. Michael J. Fox was one of the dogs in this one. Milo they, and Otis getting into trouble, getting lots of fun times. <laughs> <laughs> getting lots of fun times. <laughs> up, up, up until getting lots of fun times, I thought that might be a real song. I was, I I was like, is that really a theme song? <laughs> like, wow, you really remembered that. That was cool. Yeah. Number seven, Activision has announced a new Spider-Man game called Edge of Time. Beano- oh, it's Sp- Spider-Man, The Edge of Time. Beanox will be the developer. This game takes place around both The Amazing a- Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2099. Storylines, what? You're right. Well, I, th- it, it, I think it's pulling. It's pulling from the, the Amazing Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2099. Uh, the game's due out this fall, though no pr- platforms have been announced. I think it's going to be for Wii and DS. Probably, of course. Just Wii and DS? Yeah, that's it. That's not true. <laughs> okay. uh, is that, it's g- being shown at WonderCon this weekend, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll have something on that. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm um, under embargo on seeing it. Maybe, mm, who knows? Maybe. maybe. Is there, any, is there oh. anything else happening around WonderCon this weekend? Oh yeah, there's a meet and greet on Saturday, Damon. Mm-hmm. Surprising you didn't know about it. Kind of disappointing. But, I did uh, know about it. I was just that was setting you up to really? say this. Okay. okay, let's just go. Uh, on. Eddie Rickenbacker is at Second and Minna. You can come hang out with us there. It's a bar. They Do you think they're sick of us there? We were just there last night. I think they're very excited that we're going to come back with a whole bunch of people. Did we so. maybe give them advance warning? We might have. A I did last night. Party. I did last okay. night. Yeah, yeah. I was what, like, did we, you? Was it? Did they take you seriously? It wasn't the drunken ramblings of one Greg Miller. Well, it was drunken ramblings, sure. But I, I, I think they. Were, you were they coherent know me there. They know me there. Okay. So I mean. They they know I wouldn't yank you know your chain. No, I'm bringing people here on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Damon, did I do an okay job of setting it up last night for Stephanie when I told her, "Hey, yeah, I'm bring a bunch of people. Don't, Greg, don't Greg get stiff." Was also f- really flirting hardcore with Stephanie. Yeah, that's what I do now. I'm single. I'll She's a cute girl. She's really cute girl. It works for good. Good for oh, you. Oh, okay. All right, got it. Yep. Worker. I I thought. Yeah. All right. Living single. Yeah. That's what remember, I do. remember that sitcom? 
Vaguely. Living, Living Single? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I never watched it. Though. Hey, Greg. No. It was a Fox show. Can not I, that I, that's not why I watched it. But no. Yeah, what's up? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, what's wrong? Can I be your wingman on Saturday? Of course. Or at least one of your wing fleet. Sure. Okay. <laughs> are you going to WonderCon? Or are we hanging out at the actual show? Today? Uh, probably not, but okay. I am nerd. going to the meet and greet. Nerd. Okay. I'm a nerd for not going yep. to an yep. anime show. What? I don't know. I forgot. It's if a WonderCon. comic convention. Okay. Comics. All right. Comic books. Rounding out the Roper Report this the week. The mangas. The developer of Just Cause, Avalanche Studios, has announced a new PSN and XBLA game called Renegade Ops. Uh, the game is set to be published by Sega and will be released this fall. The game is described as vehicular shooter with both single-player and co-op split-screen modes as well as online co-op. Yes, please. Whatever. I'm excited. <laughs> I really, really liked Just Cause 2. Yes. Oh, do you, I see. Yeah, that's the thing. I There were a couple mixed opinions on that game in the office, so I didn't know you were on my Big side. Fan. Big fan. Yeah, it's such a friggin' great game. Yeah. I liked what I so played, fun. but... Super fun. The, the, there was serious latency with the voice acting, I found. But other than uh, that. Well, there's some serious problems with the voice acting <laughs> in general in that I don't game. play that game You're for not, the voice yeah. acting or the story. That bothered the shit out of me, though, when they were in the helicopter and he was talking and his mouth wasn't moving yeah. and then his mouth would start moving, but he was, like, almost <laughs> done. I was you like, need to save the island <laughs> of Banao, Scorpio. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I burned out on it. When I couldn't get my grappling hook to help me, like, I, it was one of the early missions, too, where I had to, like... Either I think I was trying to protect somebody. Does that make sense? Like they were in a car and I yeah. was in a car, yeah. and they kept getting ahead of me. Or, That's and then like, early on. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah, yeah, and like, I don't know. I kept getting to the part with the bridge where I'd get thrown off of the car, and then I was underneath the bridge, and I couldn't like get the grappling hook to swing. So I'm just hanging underneath the bridge while they're driving away and getting killed. I love upsetting. I love that you can jump out of a plane uh -huh. and free fall to the ground. But as long as you grapple to the ground and pull yourself to the ground, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you land. <laughs> it's reverse it's inertia. Like you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, but what this new game is called what Renegade Ops. 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 Okay. Uh, Ryan Clemens and I may or may not be playing that game sometime in the near future. Ooh. Which Cannot confirm will or deny. Be good if we do. Uh, we uh, kind of got lost in the Wonder Contract, and we never talked more about Spider-Man. Is this doing oh, yeah. anybody excited about the new Spider-Man game? You're the only person that cares about Spider-Man here. Okay. I like Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I sighed really hard when I looked at the cover and saw 2099 in the Spider-Man like eye. Like, if you haven't seen the cover, it's it's the Spider-Man you'd imagine, blue and red tights, all torn up and stuff, and he's like, looks beat up kind of, and then like the reflection in his eye is of 2099, showing you is, be playing as these what? two people. Tw Spider-Man 2099. Right. It's a different Spider-Man. Oh, like okay. Shattered Dimensions had four Spider-Men to play as, right. which I I enjoyed. You mean Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Uh, Joel Spiderman. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed uh, Shattered Dimensions, but like I was ready for just I'm ready for a Spider-Man tale, a Spider-Man story where I'm run, I'm Spider-Man and I'm in New York and I'm doing stuff. Maybe not free roaming. I don't care about that. But Shattered Dimensions was cool, but I lost. I I, I don't think I played more than like half of it. Yeah, because it was just like kind of I I didn't like the uh, the noir mm. scenes mm. Yeah. and uh, I just like the straight up Spider-Man. Yeah. Like normal, whatever the hell he's called. Yeah, straight amazing up. Sp amazing Spider-Man. It's, yeah. I think it's actually the straight up Spider-Man. Well. Yeah, straight up Spider-Man. Spider-Man like, classic. Like, yeah. <laughs> this this is how I'm picturing like a comic front with straight up Spider-Man <laughs> on the top. Yeah. You got like a hat turned sideways. Yeah, it's like a cigar in his mouth. Whoa. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to smoke. Well, who knows? He's right. Spider-Man. He can do anything he wants. Oh, he can do it. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Colin? Yeah. Spider-Man's not going to be out for a long time. Nope. If I wanted to know what was in stores right now, where could I go? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Milo and Notice getting into good times now. <laughs> good. That, that's good now. Uh, nothing on PSP or PS2 this week. Uh, PS3, NASCAR 2011. Yeah, excited about that? No, but I looked at, I looked at the box art and it, it gave me... 
It gave me some, I, I felt like the trophies could be good in it. Yeah? You felt it? <laughs> I like touched from them. From the box art? Yeah, the box art. Can I share a little bit of insight into how our job works here yes, at IGN? Please. So I uh, handle all of our reviews here at IGN, and I assign reviews to, to editors. Really, really hard to find someone to review a NASCAR game. It's just sitting on my desk. I have, I, I have no idea who's going to review who, it. Yeah, who has the insight we necessary to, to no. like get it? We even have last NASCAR game and got ripped a new one by kids on the boards. We, we even have a bunch of freelancers. Just like like nobody on staff play follows NASCAR. No in. No, I know about no Carl Edwards, so. number ninety nine out of Columbia. Missouri. Like we don't even have many any uh, employees here who play racing games. You know, it's like because there's I like kart racers. Pickets, I like I like kart racers. I know, but this is not that. Yes. Anyway, that's just. Um, I'm excited about NASCAR, not because I'm going to play it, but because I know people were really bummed when EA stopped making those games, and now they have another outlet to get their NASCAR Who games. put this one out? Activision. One? Activision? Okay. Is it Activision Value, or is it Activision Activision? I'm not sure. All right. Well, I'm opening up the trophies list here on PlayStation, uh, ps3trophies.org. Ty Root's here. You want to come in, Ty? You can come in. Come on in, Ty. Hi, Look it's it. Ty, Ty Root, video producer at IGN.com. What's going on? What's on fire downstairs? I need David. Okay. Is it 11 o'clock already? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's 11.14. You got to go do the fix and stuff? Mm-hmm. I love you guys, but I got to go. All right, All right. Gotcha. bye. All right, so here... Oh, oh hold on. From you guys. It's okay. Bye. Bye, Ty. Um, bye, Damon. They're gone. I'm going to turn Damon's We can finally yell about him now? Down. Um, so the trophies don't look terrible. Oh, now we're getting to the rough ones. Master every track in the game. Yeah, right. All right. I can't take it anymore. Unlock every gold Legends coin in the game. Oh, yeah. That's not going to happen. For a Jesus. bronze trophy. Um, shall I go on? Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Uh, Conversational sh- podcast. Another racing game, Shift 2. Are you pulling... What, are you being cute? Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, in a throwback to number 180, Podcast Beyond, Ryan has now flipped the script, as they say, and is extending the uh, tape measure as close as you can get to Colin Moriarty face <laughs> without breaking it. Yeah, wait, it's, it's almost It's getting there. there. It's almost there. Oh, it's so close. Oh. Colin's looking at it like it's a cobra. He's going to bite this cobra. <laughs> it's, so it's, still- it's, it's almost to Colin's nose. Wait. Wait. It's so close. Yep. Keep this going. This is really good radio. Uh, oh. We're over seven feet. It's seven feet. <laughs> I, I, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, my God. I, this, thing, this thing is actually amazing. It's extended seven feet. And, and not broken. It's a, it's a yeah, tape measure, and it has not, like, um, well, when we say broken, we mean bent. People know what, yeah. Yeah, what do you yeah. mean when you're talking about tape measure breaking. Uh, now I'm almost afraid to. to All right, now go. Okay. Uh, another racing game, Shift 2 Unleashed, came yeah. out this week. Uh, Dynasty Warrior 7. That was a really great game. WWE All-Stars. Yeah, I gave it a 7. Was, Ty, uh, I, I was let down. I gave, uh, just to go back, I gave Dynasty Warriors 7 a 5. We have no review for NASCAR. Did we review Shift yet? Uh, yes, we yes, did. Martin Robinson from IGN UK. No. Uh, I believe it will, I want to say it was in the 8s, but I'm, I can't be sure. Okay. Okay. I'll try to check that out for you. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 12, the Masters. Uh, Jack reviewed that, but I don't know what he gave it. And Mayhem 3D, which is a game I previewed a while ago. It's like a budget racing title. How's that go? Uh, I didn't write a preview on it because I don't think anyone would would have cared about it. Okay. The other game they showed me there, though, the, a, a PSN game called Storm, I did write oh, about, yeah, and yeah. I was really, really kind of smitten with that game. I'm looking cool. forward to getting another build of it. So cool. that's it. What about the digital downloads? All right, guys. It, it was actually, I would like to say, one of the biggest updates I've seen in a while. Oh, my Can gosh. you believe it? Bow, bow, right. bow, 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 yeah. 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 Jurassic Park. Sick. <laughs> All right. So for downloadable games, this is on the PS3 for this week. Split Second, uh, that racing game that came out a while ago. That's now available. Russian Attack, Chime Super Deluxe, Sonic the Hedgehog, Free Realms, the uh, free basic starter game majig, mm-hmm. which I actually don't M- know much about. But it's yeah, M- it's an M- 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 I jumped right? in. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Okay. 
Uh, I got dropped in there. I'm surrounded by fairies and weird um, other weird yeah, people let me, in there. Let me tell you, Greg. Jeez, All right. Man. So according to uh, Jeff Rubenstein's kids' description here, <laughs> uh, Free Realms, free basic game, offers access to the basic features of the game. Optional upgrades are available and include premium membership that grants access to deluxe housing, all jobs unlocked, mounts like dinosaurs and unicorns, <laughs> and exclusive mini-games like epic ship-to-ship pirate battles. All right, let me just say it right now. This is like a game that a five-year-old would have envisioned. Totally, right? And been like, I, what I want to do is I want to be, be on a pirate ship, and, and then I want to land and ride a dinosaur. Or a unicorn. Yeah, or a unicorn, why not? <laughs> and and they all do some side quests. They all live in the same world. <laughs> Bunch of little Jersey kids talking yeah. about unicorns. He's like, I'm going to do some fetch quests. <laughs> oh man! All right. So besides the, we're just teasing. We love. Uh, we I'm love actually interested. Place. I think I'm going to buy a one month membership for that just to see what it is. I also want to see the trophies. Why don't you look those up? Cool. Can you do that? Should I continue on with our list? What? Free realms. I looked at them online. I looked at them when I played the game. Like there's there's a lot of st- I think you have to buy the game to get yeah, the trophies. Yeah, you do. You do. That's what Nicole sucks. said. But it's like there's it's not terrible. It's like win a game of checkers, win a game of this. Like I I guess there's a bunch of little games to go play. And oh, good. That sounds really riveting. Yeah. And I want to play some checkers when I'm riding on my dinosaur <laughs> mount. <laughs> oh, there's also Moon Diver came out Moon this week. Diver. I'm gonna review that. As have well you started as playing it? No, today. it's got a really cool name. I hope it, it doesn't does. Suck. I actually so Damon seemed uh, sort of mediocre on when he previewed it, I uh-huh. believe. Uh-huh. But it's, I mean, it's a basically it's a side-scrolling action game developed by the same dude that originally created Strider. And uh-huh. to me, that sound, I mean, that sounds awesome. You play. So it. I would, I would play it. I actually downloaded the demo. I'm gonna try that. Out. I'm gonna hook you guys in because I'm gonna need uh, some co-op Do action it. with you guys. Let's get that done. Uh, hook me into the Matrix. I'm gonna hook you into the Matrix. The, the one thing that did turn me off about that game just initially because I didn't even play it yet, but the, when right. I looked, it's 15 bucks, man. Like yeah. I, I just, yeah. I'm so sick of these 15 dollar downloads. But that's yeah. for another time, isn't it? Uh, I hear you. One day it'll have to be that time. Also, Back to the Future, the game, episode two, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. What's the problem? Uh, yeah, I guess. That's I guess what it says. Just want, yeah. Back to the Future, the game, episode two, episode, episode two. two, episode two, it's, free with season pass. Oh uh, yeah, they screwed up. It should be Back to the Future, the game, episode two. Get Tannen. Okay. That's what this one is. Got it. Uh, I reviewed it yesterday for the PlayStation Three. I believe I gave it an eight. Yes. Very nice. It's just a minor step down because of uh, it doesn't run as well as it runs on PC. Okay. But I still love those games, and you're again buying. You, you buy one, you get them all. Yeah. You're paying 20 bucks and you get every game. Cool. If you're a Back to the Future fan, do it. Uh, so, also, for demos, if you guys want to test out games, we act, they, I guess they finally have an Echo Chrome 2 demo, interestingly <laughs> enough. Timely. Very timely. A mag demo. <laughs> that's even more timely. That's good. Very timely. It came out 16 uh, months ago. A Chime Super Deluxe demo. That's, that's Super and, Deluxe. And Moondiver. So those are those are the good uh, demos if you want to try out some new games. Also, for add-on game content, Mass Effect 2 Arrival oh. came out uh, this week. Uh, that's six ninety nine, uh, and it's all about. Uh, I guess uh, we were talking about it yesterday on IGN's Unlocked podcast. Unlocked, yeah, podcast unlocked, and uh, it's basically a. I mean, I don't know. You'll have to ask Steimer. It involves. I'm pretty sure it involves a bunch of shepherds and some space sheep. Oh my God, that's wrong. But it's, it's actually, all wrong. It involves know, the Reapers. It's deleted in Mass Effect. It's deleted in Mass Effect three, sort like loosely. It's not hugely. Like it's not this like mind-bending lead-in, but it's essentially most of I guess all the combat. It's just Shepard. You yeah, don't yeah, actually no have partners. your teammates with you, which is very interesting. Weird. Co- Commando Shepard. Commando Shepard. That's how. That's how. Uh, 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 what, what was? What's her name? Uh, Reaper. Ta- no, no. Uh, uh, Full House. 
little little the Michelle Tanner. Yeah. That's how she would say Commander Shepard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Commando Shepard. Kind of weird. Yeah. What? That's, that's just that's just it. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> PlayStation Store for PSP. The downloadable games WWE All Stars. Yeah. Greg must love it. I'm reviewing that today. I'm giving it a 7 as well. It's an impressive PSP port, okay. which I don't think you get a lot of from like SmackDown vs. Raw. Those ports usually aren't that great. Okay. This one, is, it has in-match commentary, which PSP does not usually have. Uh, it has all the videos. It has all the bells and whistles except online, where it just has ad hoc, you know, that you can do two things. Right. It's, an, it's not a bad port. Cool. Uh, also, Dragon's Lair. <laughs> great. Uh, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky, which is sort of a, you know, Looks like a JRPG, uh, which I actually kind of want to try out because it looks pretty neat. And then lastly, Third Birthday, the third uh, sort of spiritual successor to the Parasite Eve games. Because uh, it's, I guess it's sort of a reboot, would you say, for Aya Bray, the heroine of the uh, original games? I guess I haven't played it yet. I mean, all I know about it is that Square continues to name their games the stupidest possible titles. We don't want people to understand this. Yeah, I... we, don't, we don't want anyone to, to think about, oh, oh, I remember Parasite Eve on the PlayStation. Let's name this game the third birthday. I'm Here's... sure that's really going to rivet a lot of people. <laughs> Here's what I always argue. I totally, I mean, I agree with your, with your complaints. But in a certain way, I wouldn't say that they have stupid names because when you understand Duo when you understand what their what their name is supposed to mean, they actually put a lot of thought into their names. They don't put a lot of thought into naming it from a marketing standpoint, and that's what I think where the problem comes up. Because like it's you know third birthday is I think kind of an interesting title, but you're right, it doesn't invoke any. Yeah, I mean, Parasite I have Eve. no problem with that if it was called Parasite Eve, third the birthday. third birthday. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, is it that hard? I understand Parasite Eve isn't like this this gangbusters, like everyone knows what Parasite Eve <laughs> right, right, right. is. But, like, Parasite Eve was a, a, you know, it sold over a million copies on PlayStation. It was a substantial game. It was a lot of fun. There was a sequel. People that had PlayStations were into Square RPGs, which, by the way, Square RPGs were at their height, really, during the PlayStation era. Uh, then, you know, people are going to be like, oh, man, Parasite Eve, it's been a long time. They're going to pick it up off the shelf. Maybe but at what point do you think it doesn't matter because they're going to an audience? I mean, PSP people, if you're an active PSP player, you already know what that game is. I suppose, yeah. yeah I you suppose. know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you're, like, PSP has become not, you know, a casual system. You know, that I can't put together sentences. I need a cheeseburger. No, I totally – But you know, so you know what I'm driving the, at. The people that would know Parasite Eve would probably be aware that this is a Parasite Eve game is yeah, what you're well, saying. People who own PSPs know that, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and last but not least, uh -huh. a little piece of free downloadable content. Okay. An extra costume for the Warrior of Light for Dissidia Duodecum. Dukakum. How excited are you yes. that an infamous two, uh -huh. they've done away with you're making good or bad choices. Okay. You're deciding if you want to be a hero of order or a hero of chaos. Mm, sounds pretty good. Yeah? You <laughs> like those. I, I read your stuff. I know what you like. Or if you just put order and chaos into anything. You could write that on a fucking cheeseburger and then I'll finally eat it. Okay. Because I don't eat beef. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You used to, though. You've yeah, eaten used cheeseburgers to. before. I have. And I, I, they were my favorite food when I was a little kid. Mm. Yep, yep. I couldn't go three days without a cheeseburger. You could. I didn't think I could either, but it's been almost six years, and I haven't had – well, in, I haven't intentionally had beef. I'm sure I've accidentally <laughs> eaten beef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Another one in the bank. How, how are we doing on time? How long has this show been going? Uh, we actually have a solid 40 minutes under our <laughs> belt already. I need, another, I need another 40 minutes to feel satiated today. Um, <laughs> you're going to need another 40 minutes to dig yourself out of quite the hole you've uh, climbed into. Uh, okay. Moriarty. <laughs> uh, it's Reader Mail. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com. We're a conversational podcast, so your stuff gets inserted all over the place. We do. And also, I want to ask, do we want to do a pick of the week, or should we skip it for today? Oh, right. Sure. Pick of the week? 
Uh, well, I think the, I mean, the, the, the most notable game I know of is Third Birthday, but I mean, did, what were the Done. retail releases? Masters, or... All-Stars, uh, Mayhem, Tiger Woods, WWE All-Stars, Dynasty Warriors, Shift 2, and NASCAR, so... Yeah. I got no problem uh, saying Third Birthday. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, for a racing fan, Shift 2 does look interesting, though Martin had his complaints about the mechanics. I read his review recently. Um, he definitely knows his racing games. But uh, we also had one of our uh, Australian uh, editors, Patch. He reviewed Third Birthday, and he ver very much enjoyed it, barring a few complaints as well. So I'd say both of those are pretty safe bets. I th I'm more interested in Third Birthday, though. Yeah. yeah. Racing's stupid, unless it's <gasps> kart racers. Oh, the kart racers. Kart racers. Kart racers. Oh, the, the kart Anyways, Colin, you yeah. pissed a lot of people off last week. You said, <laughs> quote, unquote, Vegetarians and vegans are stupid. I didn't say, I didn't and say can that. can lick my Italian sausage. Yeah, no, that's yeah, basically what All right, Sean's the first one to write in. Mm -hmm. Last week or the week before, okay, <laughs> Colin called all vegans, vegetarians stupid. When I didn't you say said that. that, you broke my heart. I'm dead inside because you can't fix a broken heart and bring somebody back because they're already dead. Well, I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I love that it ends I on a call, positive. I note. didn't call vegetarians or vegans Stupid. You didn't call them stupid, but you called veganism and vegetarianism stupid. I think I just called veganism stupid. Maybe I did call vegetarianism Beyond stupid. Beyond crew and specifically Colin. <laughs> I've been a huge fan of the podcast and specifically you, Colin. For years, I've listened to Podcast Beyond. On last week's show, you called vegetarianism and vegans specifically stupid. Everyone is entitled to their own opinions, of course, but you spent a lot of time talking about immaturity from the IGN readers when commenting on reviews and articles that simply attack IGN editors at Homin? What? Ad hominem. Uh, ad hominem. Oh, it's a hominem. Okay. Yeah. I still can't say it. I'm saying hominem. I, I hominin. don't know what the hominin. word is either. Okay. Yeah. Ad hominem. Ad hominem attack. All right. Well, everybody's smarter than me. Who knew that? Sorry, guys. So <laughs> I would like to know why I'm stupid. If you disagree with vegetarianism, that's totally fine, and I would love to have a discussion about it. But being called stupid is beyond disappointing from one of my favorite editors, Joe. I would like to step in and defend Colin real quick. Okay. okay. Uh, because Colin's my bro. I'd, I think, Gross. honestly, when Colin says vegetarianism and veganism is stupid, that's, first of all, a lighthearted comment. I don't think he meant any offense. I think it was more for comedy because also he just means – correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. It would be a stupid choice for you personally, mm. but you – I mean I don't think you would be bothered if someone is a vegetarian. No, uh, I'm not bothered by vegetarianism at all. In fact, they're, they're not – What are you doing? What are you doing? We're calling Joe. Oh, we're calling him? <laughs> Apparently. I can't. I don't know. His business number did not work the way it's supposed to. So way to screw that one up, Joe. Hold on. Ooh, Keep going. Man, this is exciting. Yeah, Kyle, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, you know, I know people that are vegetarians. And, like, I was uh, telling you, my, one of my best friends, the guy I went to, I was in his wedding this past August, is a vegan. And I tell him veganism is stupid to his face all the time. It doesn't mean we're, we're you know, he doesn't have to agree with me. And obviously, I'm not saying that people that uh, choose to do those things are stupid. But we'll, let's wait and see if we get it. Yeah. Do you want to use Damon's mic for the for the phone? We're, we're gonna have to pass around and talk to right. him. <laughs> Hi, this is Joe. He's gonna come to the phone right now. Please leave a message. Thanks. <laughs> Joe's gonna get That's a surprise. Tom. Please record your message when you have finished recording. Yeah, you can stay. What is it, Joe? Yeah. Joe, this is Colin Moriarty from Podcast Beyond. <laughs> I'm here with Ryan Clements, Greg Miller. You left your phone number on an email. 
We're calling you, but you're not there. You wanted to discuss vegetarianism, you can't even pick up the phone because your arms are so weak because you got no protein in them. You're not getting the proper nutrients. So listen to the listen to the podcast today. We're about to talk about it. All right. Call us back. Don't. Call Don't call us back. back. I, I hid my number. Oh, okay. You can't call us back. All right, bye. <laughs> so, I mean, I will say that, I, yeah, I have total faith in Colin's ability I, I, to have an opinion on something, but I, he would not actually attack someone for their, a choice. All right, yeah, all right. So I guess I should really just I, I go about my business here and, and, and just lay it on the table. La- slap your okay. sausage on the table. What, but, uh, v- Please, vegetarian- do not. measures up and we'll go <laughs> down. Vegetarianism, <laughs> vegetarianism is interesting because it's, it's totally inconsistent. Like... Uh, people people call themselves vegetarians and they're like, yeah, I eat fish. People call themselves vegetarians, but then they have no problem killing little chi- baby chickens and eating eggs. They have no problem milking, getting cows being milked in pens and having cheese and all those things. So that's totally whatever. Vegan, like that, that's your your choice. Whatever, it's totally inconsistent. That's fine. Vegan veganism is ridiculous, you know. And if you want if you want to do it, that's totally cool. I appreciate that. That's great. Like I said, one of my best friends, Doug Dorval. He's, Doug, a, he's a vegan, as is, his new, as, as is his new beautiful wife, Meg. They're both vegans, and that's totally cool. But we, we Did often, he go vegan for her? Uh, I think they decided to together to oh. be healthy. And, and granted, when I saw him, he, he had lost some weight. He looks great. That's, that's awesome. Uh, but veganism is uh, frustrating to me because, again, it's just it's, – I think it's kind of silly because it seems to not to add much enjoyment to anyone's lives. The vegans I know usually have to really go out of their way to be vegan. They do it to make a point, which is cool. There's really uh, – I, I don't really understand the difference um, in you know, killing plants uh, and having no problem with that. But you, know, you don't want to kill animals. souls. Uh, well, well, I mean, I, I, that to me, like, is really the, the base of my argument with that. It's like, you can kill a plant, and that's totally cool, but you won't kill these animals that are here for us, you know, you know where's there a chicken in the wild? We, we raise chickens to eat them, you know, it's not like there's a chicken shortage or something like that, you know, yeah. maybe they can be f- treated better and stuff, you want to buy free range and stuff, that's cool, spend more money, buy all that stuff, but it's, to me, it's just inconsistent and, and strange, I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, that's cool, I, I wasn't trying to insult anyone, I'm sorry if I insulted anyone personally, that's not, that's not at all my intention, yeah. uh, but, you know, my girlfriend is uh, vegetarian, and then occasionally has tried to go vegan, but it's very—it's just difficult, um, especially you know, with it, if you're in a certain environment where your eating options are limited and you know you're running low on time. It's very difficult, but I always have really respected her choice to, to do that. I will say this. Veganism, and we talked about this a little bit downstairs, is that veganism is, is if anything, like a super – it's super inconvenient to people around people. Like be, being with a vegan is super inconvenient when you want to like eat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, like I said, my friend Doug, Doug came out. Now, when, Doug we were, when we were in college, we, weren't, we used to eat like cheeseburgers and pizzas and you know whatever. Like we would just eat whatever. And then so he came out here, and I didn't know that he had gone vegan. Like they decided to go vegan. So I was like, let's go to In-N-Out Burger. He's like, I can't, man. I'm, I'm like, oh, let's go get a pizza. Oh, we can't. Oh, you want to make some grilled cheese later? Oh, no, I can't make grilled cheese. Oh, you, I'll make you some eggs in the morning. Oh, we can't have it. He's like, what the fuck do you eat? You know? What did you What did you end up doing? Like we had a, we went to well, I love Trader Joe's so we went to Trader Joe's and they have a bunch of vegan like yeah. options there that there he gets go. but I feel bad because he's like don't feel bad for me like you guys get what you want but it's like dude I want to like your Dougie I, voice already sounds depressing like, well it's like uh, I'm gonna tell him to listen to this podcast so he hears so he hears Dougie uh, Dougie but it's like I, I, I feel when we went Rombo shop <laughs> <laughs> back in the day in the neighborhood <laughs> I just feel bad I just oh, felt we bad we love those Rombos <laughs> we bought them left and right I just feel bad because we can't like I I feel like it's exclusionary on both ends. Like I can't, I don't enjoy what he eats. He can't eat anything I'm eating. It's uh-huh. like I don't know. To so me- now you're not friends with him. No, so now we don't talk anymore. Okay, okay. that's. Sad. He did it's have. Uh, to be fair, at his wedding, he had a vegan wedding cake, which was like the best cake I ever had. I will give him that. Um, I think that, I think the, the act of trying to eliminate as much as possible eating things that can feel pain, or especially if like 
for example, the way animals are treated is yeah. absolutely, utterly atrocious. Like, no no question. No one can argue that they are treated well. And, like, in the, like, normal processing plants and Giant whatnot. Giant slaughterhouses. So that I totally respect and appreciate. And I think that it makes more sense for someone that wants to, like, sort of limit the amount of, you know – Man, this is this is going to be the most hippie thing I ever say on this podcast, hey, okay? But the the people that want to limit like the negative energy they're consuming or like using, right? Like e- eating a plant, it's probably not that plant probably didn't suffer as much pain as a you know pig or a cow did in a slaughterhouse. You know what I mean? Well, isn't like now the slaughterhouse isn't that? Oh, well, you mean like overall like living conditions? Yeah, yeah, living conditions. Because because uh, there are definitely I think that if there if like an I think it's very noble to eat an animal if the animal's raised really well and then very painlessly you know slaughtered to and then used very efficiently yeah, yeah. and like taken advantage. That's actually why I, I really loved. I mean, hopefully my the stu- my studies and I'm remembering this correctly, but hopefully. Uh, like Native Americans, when they would use an animal, they would do like their absolute best to use oh, yeah, every use single part of it yeah. and just make sure that it's you know they were thankful for what they were using. I like that attitude as well. I think there's a lot of different perspectives you can take on these these topics. And no, for sure, I think and they all have good points. I respect like the, like I said, like I respect. The, I, mean, I don't want to go too, off to a tangent too much, but it's like I respect free range stuff and like organics and stuff like that, and, mm-hmm. and trying to treat the animals well. And I agree, animals aren't treated well, but it's really an economic thing because if you want. Cows have plenty of room to, to, to like on a range to, to eat and stuff like that. Then you're gonna be paying twenty five or thirty dollars for a pound of beef. You know, I mean that's just the reality of the situation. So like, what do you want? Do you want cheap chicken? Do you want cheap beef? Do you want cheap pork? Or do you want to pay an exorbitant amount of money for all these things? I mean that's you know that's shown in free in free range products just like it's shown in organic products. So yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like to, to reiterate, I'm not trying to insult anyone. It's really just me being Colin. Yeah, you know, and yeah. just you know. Just I mean, like, you guys like Miley. know. And when, when Miley said yeah. she's just being Miley. Yeah, exactly. And you understood that. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, I'm sorry to insult anyone. I know we have vegan and vegetarian uh, fans, and I support your endeavors. I just don't agree with them. That's John it. Martinez writes in and says, if Ryan turned into a hamster, would you guys keep him as a pet? Yes. Well, my, I, I would have a lot of I would <laughs> discuss you, with him. Ryan, all right, can you understand me? Hold on a second. You, you got really soft all of a second there, Greg. Oh, God, really? Oh, oh God! Oh God! Oh, well, yeah. oh God! I, I, I turned think, it away from yeah, the mic. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Anyways, I would want to know. I would ask the hamster, "Can you understand me? Are okay. you cognizant, Ryan?" Okay. And then, based on that, that's how we go. We'd move on. Okay. If you're cool. if you're just a hamster and you're just a hamster, then sure. I mean, I would keep you on my desk and have a little cage for you and stuff. Awesome. If you're still Ryan, I would you know make sure you still live at home and you can play the games and type on the keyboard as a hamster. <laughs> that's adorable. Okay. Let's get back to some video game questions. What do you say? That yeah. sounds good. Um, <laughs> I actually very much enjoy talking about things other than video games. I could do a whole podcast beyond without talking about video games at all. Yeah. Well, we, but that wouldn't really make any yeah, sense. Yeah. Well, we don't. Don't worry. We got. Oh, here we go. This one. Enzo de Gregorio had quick fire questions. You already answered yours. Okay. Because yours was the whole you know move resistance yada yada yada. Who wants uh, to move? <laughs> and who doesn't like to move? <laughs> Ryan. Yes. If you could, if you could have any two video game studios collaborate on a new IP, who would you pick and why? Oof. Ooh. Enzo says I'd go with uh, Quantic Dream and Kojima Productions myself. Okay. Because I think a game with uh, Metal Gear Solid 4's refined gameplay and Heavy Rain's branching storylines could be a masterpiece. Yes, for sure. You want to um, take on that? You want to stew? You need some time? Yeah, I think I need some time. All right, my question was, Greg, so you're having a nice day walking walking around and you see the development teams making infamous development teams making Infamous 2 and Batman Arkham City down the street. Then this giant enemy crab appears and he's going to eat, kill some people. You can save only one development team. Who do you save? 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, here's where a personal bias would come in. I would say the Sucker Punch people because I know them personally. I've met them. I've talked to them. I, you know, Nate Fox, Brian Fleming. We talk to these people. You know, every, I see them over and over again. Whereas the Rocksteady people, I've, only, I've been in like two demos they hosted, and they were different dudes both times. So like, I don't know them. You know what I mean? That's, so a, that's I, a good I would put, I would put so aside. Leave them to die exactly. by enemy yeah. crab. Sorry. Plus, you can only go on the if you're just judging it based on the games they create. Both are great games. Arkham, uh, Arkham uh. Asylum is a great game, but Infamous is a better game. So, ooh, look at you. We gotta go for that. All right. Well, I'm gonna, you know, if I, to answer my question, uh-huh. if I had to stick with my uh, my love for all the Japanese gaming, yeah, I would say that, uh, and this is a little tricky. The listeners can correct me, but I believe that the studio that developed The World Ends with You is Jupiter. That's just a guess, and I'm totally, I'm, I'm, I'm admitting that I might be wrong. But that studio, I would love if they worked with the studio that developed Eternal Sonata, which I want to say is, ooh, tough. I forgot. I also okay. forgot that one. No, we do. I'm, I'm being terrible. But anyway, those two studios. Here's being Ryan. They, yeah, exactly. If I'm they collaborated, that would be great. Okay. Because, oh, because, because. Uh, the, basically, Jupiter or whatever studio for World Ends With You, they are really, really good at just making super interesting, unique games that have really long-lasting appeal. And I think the developers that developed Eternal Sonata are great at doing like a very touching story with some sort of ethereal elements. So I'd love to see those come together. T. Foltz writes in and says, one quick question. Regardless of gameplay and game type, what is, and he means who, is your favorite video game character of all time? I would have to say mine is John Marston. In my opinion, he was one. Of, he was one of the best protagonists ever. Yeah, John Marston was a great character, no doubt. So, who, what's your favorite, Colin? What's your one pick? Mega pick. Man. Mega Man. Yeah, definitely. His story doesn't make any sense. Um, he's not a Mega Man, isn't he? Though I mean, he's a Mega Robot. He's a boy. All right. It depends on what story you go to. I mean, he's not really a character that you you care deeply about. You yeah, know? exactly. But he's definitely the coolest character. As far, a, a character, like I was thinking about it because we were talking about Final Fantasy. Like, I, there's certain old school Final Fantasy characters that really love those guys. You know, yes. We mentioned Edge. Like, I really love Edge. Like, he's yeah. like cocky king ninja. You know, like, and he's he's a total kind of a douchebag actually, but he's he's an interesting character. I like those kinds of guys. And like basically everyone in Final Fantasy VI is pretty interesting too. Edgar especially. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Final Fantasy VI character is a legendary. I'd say I might just have to pick Cloud because I like him and he's cool. Uh, Also, I just think that uh, if you get past sort of the stereotypical hate the world personality he has in the beginning, fuck the world, uh, in the beginning of Final (laughs) Fantasy VII, he gets, I think he gets more interesting and I attached with him more later in the game. Interesting. Um, I would also say, this is going to sound really weird, but I love the Warrior of Light. Who is a character created for uh, Dissidia, the Dissidia series? Huh? He represents sort of the warriors that were in the original, the original Final Fantasy. But it's he's he's just cool because basically he is the embodiment of of goodness, and I think that's always really I love seeing when something is personified, and he's basically good personified. Like me, like you, like Colin. Uh, that's an interesting question. I, I, I orig- uh, jumping off in you know the first thing that comes to my head would be Solid Snake, but my problem is I think he was so good in the first Metal Gear, and then after that he was just kind of Metal Gear not that great, hmm. so uh, it's hard. I like Nathan Drake quite a bit right now, Elena Fisher, but the problem with the Uncharted characters is I don't th- know how great they are on their own. I think they all play off each other so much. Got I it. think you like Naughty Bear. I do. I love the Naughty Bear. Naughty. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Uh, okay. Dude, tomorrow. Is, by the way, I don't like these leather chairs. Conversational podcast. It gets I gotta hot. bring yeah, this up. I'm just. I'm hot. like. I'm. I'm sweating right now. It's very uncomfortable. Well, we're almost done, right? 
Eh, well, well, we we have an hour. We have an hour. So. All right, we got a. Uh, I don't. I, I have time, so I mean, we can we can make no, it. No, but I'm show. really hungry, and I got to do stuff too. Okay. All right, here's and Adam Adam Star has a question here. I don't have any answer for it, but I liked his example. So if you have some, if you have answers, we can. Let's hear. Uh, it. Beyond with April Fool's Day coming up, it's tomorrow. I just wanted to know if you guys have played a prank on someone involving a video game. A few few years ago, I told my friend that plungers were worth a lot in Fallout 3, so he gathered a bunch of plungers and then sold them for a little profit. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. That's awesome. That's funny. That's a great oh, one, yeah, Adam Star. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I once played a. A, a joke on Greg and I went on his PlayStation 3 and deleted all of his save files. You didn't do that. Did you ever do anything? No, not really. I don't like pranks. Uh, okay. Final, really? final thing of the week. I don't. I mean, uh, if they're funny and kind of cute and they're and harmless, fine. Uh, anything more than that really upsets me because it's just why? Why are you being an asshole to someone just so to laugh at them? So I don't, everything I've ever done it to doesn't, you. Uh, no, because I think your pranks are mostly harmless, right? They sure. don't cause me physical pain or anything. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's. Oh, my nose. Anthony Battle wants to take us to task. All right, I'm ready. Oh, now it's cool to prejudge a game like Duke Nukem by doing the exact same thing I said people do, and that was get a base score from a video game and demos and betas that they are. Greg said that Duke Nukem was a 6-5 or something like that, and the rest of you agreed with him, yet if I... If someone disagreed with your review, it would be bad. Like I was said, rationalizing it so that nothing to do bad because we are in the industry. What do we know? And yet Greg <laughs> proved my point by saying Duke Nukem is a 6-5. See, we all do it. We can put scores to what we see, and all three of you were like, you're doing wrong, and Colleen, mister, don't judge a book by its cover. That was right there. Be a yes man. Anthony Battle. <laughs> oh my God. Is there any punctuation? Let me see this. Uh, it's pretty bad. That was the most amazing email ever. Wow. Uh, Anthony Battle, of course, is pointing out the fact that we, p- we talked about Duke Nukem last week, and I prophetically said, uh, this game's going to be a 6-5. Watch yeah. it come out. And he's yelling because a while back, Colin, you know, had taken some kids to task who were like, I've, I've played the demo. I've seen a preview. I know what it is. Blah, 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 blah. When we're talking about an entire review. The problem was that I wasn't actually reviewing Duke Nukem. I was, and I'm not reviewing Duke Nukem. So I was just saying, I would give that. Uh, I think that game's gonna end up being a six-five. You watch. It was more of a prediction than anything else. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't me really writing off Duke Nukem as a six-five. I wouldn't be surprised if Duke Nukem's less than six-five because yeah. that game is not fun and it's old. Old game is old. Old game is there old. There you go. Also, I would like to point out that you have actually played the game, whereas a lot of people that Multiple are like, times in this different game sections. is not a, an 8, this is a 9, and they haven't even played it yet. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Anthony Battle, please look into punctuation. I think all of your periods and commas are broken on your keyboard. Yep. <laughs> um, that's the show for questions. Remember, you want to send them to beyond at IGN.com. You want to review us on iTunes. You want to download the show every week. You want to come to IGN.com and read all the awesome articles we put up. You can, fo- you can follow us on Twitter, IGN at IGN. That's where they call the best stuff. Right. Uh, I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Ryan Clements is Palm Cider. Damon, who was here earlier, is Dame Zero. Yes. Sp- zero spelled out. Hey, yes. real quick. We, we skipped Toto. To- uh, we didn't well, have Toto. To- to- I think we, we haven't. I thought like we extended the uh, news there. Yeah, yeah, no, the news. Uh, well, well, I also was going to say we haven't done just the tip just in the tip. a while. We don't have any good tips. Do you have any good tips? Uh Tomb Raider collection is good, but we'll save that for next week. We'll, we'll do it more properly next week. All right, week. Do, it, do it right. We, right. Got, we got some stuff to give away, though. Ryan, Greg. take me The home. show is not over yet, folks. First of all, I would like to happily announce the winner of the Final Fantasy IV uh, Cecil Harvey stat, uh, signed figure giveaway. Was that enough of an introduction? Yeah, that's, yeah. Jeez. That's, uh, yeah, so a couple weeks back, Colin and I 
asked uh, what the weapon is that Yang's wife gives. Yang. <laughs> Yang's wife gives the player uh, for Edge. Edge. It's a throwing to item throw. for Edge. That's and a short the person, the first person with the correct answer, which we were debating about whether it would be spoon or knife, depending on different translations, different versions. There's a lot of different theories. That yeah, I think I was business. saying that I think Easy Type when it came out in '91, Final Fantasy II called it the spoon, and then Final Fantasy Anthology and everything after that called it the knife. But I could be wrong on that. But either answer is right. Yeah. And so, so we, we just went with the yeah, – We considered the first – yeah, we considered both of those. And so the first person with either of those uh, was the victor. And the victor uh, – did you write down the name? Because I already forgot it. It was – oh, you forgot. It was uh, something Forrest, right? Yes. It, it, <laughs> Mr. Forrest. It's Mr. Forrest. Or Miss. I want to say it was Jason. Yeah, that sounds about Jason. right. Jason. Something I, like that. All right. Jason? I'm going to say Jay Forrest. If you are Jay Forrest, congratulations! You've won a signed figure. Please email us with your full your full name and address uh, to beyond at ign.com, and we will work on shipping that out to you. It is signed by Tokita-san, the original creator of Final Fantasy IV. It's pretty neat, uh, so that's a cool prize. Cool. And, spe- and speaking awesome. of Final Fantasy IV, yes, I'm playing it on the PSP right oh now. Is it awesome? God, yes, good. Cool. Also, <laughs> I have a very nice, handy little giveaway for you guys. Uh, this is new. This is going to be fun. If you want to play the game called Swarm, which Colin reviewed and really much liked, right? Yeah, 8.5. 8.5 right there. Downloadable game called Swarm. Priced at... 14.99. Yeah, so this is a you're, you're saving 15 bucks. One easy payment away. of $14.99. We're going to give away Swarm right now for download on the PlayStation Network. The first 10 people, all right? The first 10 people to write... Us, a beyond haiku that follows traditional haiku standards and also is just good, so we can judge quality a little bit mm-hmm. on this. Ten people will be receiving a swarm code via email. What's the rule? It's five seven five. Is that what it is? No, I, believe, I believe. I believe. Last time I was talking about haikus, it was five syllables. Then the next line is seven syllables. Then the next line is five syllables. Right. But if you can prove to me that that's wrong or there's a better way, please do. There might very well be different traditions in haiku writing, but it has to be a beyond-centric haiku. Email us at beyond at ign.com, and if you if we like your poem, we will send you. I have ten codes to give out, so uh, there there are multiple winners here. Excellent, very nice. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, emailing in their pictures of them in the Beyond shirt to get on the wall, and they say you haven't talked about it yet in a while, so I resent it or whatever. We're getting them. The problem is we moved to the new podcast room, which is all brick, and they want to treat the walls special. And we're thinking about how we could do it differently this time. So your your shirts are coming in. I don't know how we're gonna what, what's gonna end up with them. Yes. Yeah, I want to say I know one guy. I, I I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. He he took a picture in front of the space shuttle. Discovery, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, which yeah, is yeah. which is especially awesome picture. Uh, we got that one. I like that one. I'm sorry, we have yeah. So like Greg said, we'll we'll figure it out soon. We have I I meticulously was in the old podcast room. I took all the pictures down. It took a long time. I used that like a a, a razor you're, to get them all down. You're you're a very you're a god of of beyond. Because I don't puts want puts in a lot of effort. I'd yeah, say. he tries. Yeah. I don't want to. You know, I know people take the time to do this, send us the stuff. I want to make sure we have them for posterity. We will get them back up on the wall and some fashion soon i promise you this and that is all very good shall we end on a song and it come see us at eddie rickenbacker's yes oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, saturday right. eight o'clock yeah saturday eight o'clock yeah the second of april yes eddie come meet me in la at meltdown comics the 16th of april man look at us i will by the way i'm confirmed to i was uh, hesitant before but i'm confirmed to be there saturday all three of us if you uh have access to the san francisco bay area 
and you want to come to Eddie Rickenbacker's, 8 o'clock Saturday. You can meet us all. It's at what, 2nd and Second Minna? 2nd and Minna. Minna. It is essentially right near the Montgomery... Uh, right down the street from Montgomery Bart and Montgomery Muni. Bart Station and Muni, yes. I will be going down to 2nd and Minna to see a video game tonight. <gasps> oh, Ooh, look at you. It's Mega Man Universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, anyway. So to end, now this is a rare occurrence for the podcast Beyond Nation, but I'm going to be playing another song by the same artist that sent us in something last time. Greg, you might remember Ikublai. Oh, of course, uh, Which we discussed as uh, hey, our... Hey, uh, <laughs> The igloos are collapsing. Our, Help us. In your <laughs> now, did you read his email? I did not. The reason... Now, usually I don't like to do this. I, I want to spread the love, even though Iku, I like Ikublai's music, all right? Yeah. But Ikublai sent what is probably my favorite email I've gotten in a very long time. Okay. Uh, and because he just is rolling with us. Okay, cool. Ready for it? Yeah. Here we go. Hey guys, Ikublai here again. First of all, I'd like to thank the podcast for featuring my work last week. It means a lot, not only to me, but to my entire Yukon based Eskimo tribe. <laughs> you see, we, the Inuits, are not often singled out for our musical prowess, though not without reason, as the heat generated by simply turning on our computers risks destabilizing the foundations of our igloo homes. <laughs> to continue the Inuit tradition of fine music, I submit a song called Now We Have No Time to Kill, The Time to Kill Is Now. Our part, one part techno jazz, one part rock. Dig it, my friends, dig it. Shoop a dop, ba dop do. <laughs> well, Sincerely, well put. <laughs> I, lo- I love this email. That was just too funny. You made me LOL, sir. Uh, by the way, if you couldn't guess, Ikublai is probably not in you. Yeah. Confirm nor deny. Yeah. Confirm nor deny. That's it. That's what I got. That's Let's it. listen to this song. Beyond. 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 <laughs> 